Welcome to Springs and Roots. Many times in our fast-paced world, we don't have time for those God conversations that refresh us and bring life. The Springs and Roots podcast is an ongoing conversation between two friends demonstrating how our faith informs our lives. The roots of a tree hold it fast in place so that it won't be moved, while springs are fresh waters that bring life. The Springs and Roots podcast is meant to stir you up and refresh you as you continue to grow deep roots in God. Now let's jump into today's conversation with Linda Reed and Casey Watson. turkey yet yes i do you do have our turkey yeah i don't have to cook this year we're going to family oh that's right so i don't have to do it i just have to do like a side dish or something girl that's easy i'm so excited that's awesome i'm excited to see family it's our first time spending thanksgiving this with this side of our family so that's exciting Mm -hmm. but i'm also really excited that i want to cook yeah that's pretty cool but you know what's too bad because you're such a good cook well, thank mm. you. I think you're you you no. I feel like you guys are much better than I am. But well, I'll tell you a secret about our Thanksgiving. What do you do? I've never cooked a turkey. You've never cooked In a turkey? In 20 years. Chris cooks Chris the, turkey the turkey every turkey. year. Chris, he's it's, so good. He is. It's like his baby. Yeah. And so he ordered this turkey from somewhere special. We've okay. never done that before. So it's a special baby turkey. <laughs> special baby and it's sitting in our freezer he's got the brine for it he's got it on the calendar when he's going to take it out i mean it's like his this turkey is and it's every year it's his thing that he does i feel like we're going to be gone and i feel like i'm going to need a piece i need to know if this turkey is good jonathan and i do the turkey together we he does help me with that my husband is not like cooking is not his thing he does cook and he does help but we always do the turkey together and he is the one who sticks his hands up in and pulls Ooh. out like stuff out. I can't do it. Can't it's do gross. It. It's so gross. So that's always his job. I'm like, honey, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> Come do this for Babe. me. <laughs> it's your turn. But we usually we uh we usually do it together. We had one Thanksgiving where our family was in town and we were hosting and it was like a big deal. And we got sick. I brined the turkey. I oh, had no. all the food was at my house and the night before I woke up at like midnight and it hit me like I don't know what it was. What it was my brother actually. My brother brought a flu bug and he yeah, kept saying, thanks. "Oh, it's just food poisoning. It's just food poisoning." And I woke up at midnight and I'm like thinking all these Chilling. mean thoughts. I am. It is not food poisoning. <laughs> and I was in the bathroom all night long. We Jonathan woke up at like. 5 a.m. and then he was in the bathroom oh we only had one bathroom gosh. too by the way so it was tricky but literally i was laying on the floor like with my face against the, the cold floor supposed to be coming and over. so my family came and got all the food which they probably didn't even want to eat because who knows how contaminated it was but they picked up my kids they picked up all their food and jonathan and i literally spent thanksgiving laying on the couch watching like just laying on the couch watching tv that's so sad it was horrible but, <laughs> but you'll never forget it. we'll never forget it we actually look back and laugh on it because because Thanksgiving the holidays can be so crazy. Yes. And um I don't know there was it was kind of a sweet memory. It wasn't fun being sick. Yeah. But we did we had one Thanksgiving where we just it's just the two of us. Well, I'll tell you our first Thanksgiving that we were going to host our family at our it was we had just got moved into our brand new house. So we had been married for three years and that was our first house. We moved into it. So we wanted to do Thanksgiving. We invited Chris's family and my family. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. 
Well, we had never cooked for that many people, so we didn't really know like how to time the rhythm of cooking oh, and cleaning. That's the hardest part. Yeah. So every single pan and bowl and everything in the house was completely filthy and everybody was going to be there in 10 minutes. And so we took all of our dirty dishes and we piled them in our laundry room. <laughs> That's awesome. Which was right next to our kitchen. And we thought we were so funny that we, I mean, we put it in the washing machine, Casey, because there was no hilarious. room. We put our dirty dishes in, in there, the wash. in the washing machine. And then on top of the lid. You could have just done the, done them. You could have just I ran. Know. And then, and then we were like, oh, we're ready. And then Chris showed everybody. <laughs> oh man, he spoiled it. But yeah, we'll never forget that. Oh my goodness. Funny. It's fun to have good memories because I feel like the holidays really can be stressful. And in the yes. midst of all of it, we can sometimes forget about the point yes. of what the holidays are. So it's good to have memories that we can laugh about and look back on. But I think when we're in the thick of it, sometimes it's stressful and it's hard and it's important to remember yes. the reason for the holiday. Man, I think probably for any day, the holidays have such a bittersweet. The excitement is there and the gathering of all the family, but there's also tension in all of the family mm-hmm. being back together, whatever your situation looks like. Or for us last year, we had just moved here to Tennessee. So we literally sat around a table, just the five of us. And it was so like, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, <just>, yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of lackluster. Um, so what, wherever you're at, whatever situation you find yourself for this Thanksgiving, um, we want to talk about it. We want to be unafraid to jump in to the middle of life because it's messy and good all at the same time. And we've been, I think the, what the Lord's been talking to me a lot about is contentment. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure that that is something I struggle with. I read that quote recently that the grass is greener on the side that you water it. <laughs> and I was that's like, good. That's good. Yeah. One of the things I felt like the Lord has been just kind of saying to my heart is the concept of entering his presence um, with Thanksgiving. You know, it's a biblical concept of entering his presence with Thanksgiving. Um, and then kind of the flip side of that is that sometimes that Thanksgiving, that praise looks like looks and feels very much like a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice because I don't really want to do it. And so the making of myself yes. to do it becomes a sacrifice. Like I'm laying down what how I feel in praise of you and honor of you, even when it's not what I want to do. And so I think that that was kind of the conversation that we wanted to embrace today yes well and i was just looking up a little bit um because i thought this was true but you know then the internet told me it was so i believe it (laughs) (laughs) the internet said it it must be true (laughs) that's right so i don't even know where i got this quote from except it was on my computer somewhere or not quote but information it says um uh, gratitude or we could say thanksgiving has proven to increase feelings of happiness and decrease depressed feelings People who regularly feel grateful report feeling more hopeful about their future. This hopeful outlook is associated with better health. When I used to work, you know, um, in a salon or when I was working in places where there were a lot of non-believers, one thing I noticed that was a big difference that was really easy was just the amount of complaining that was coming from their lips. And 
Um, the truth is, is that all of us can get caught up in that. I know I could complain up one side and down the other um, for a day. But at the end of it, I feel the opposite of what I just read. I feel mm-hmm. depressed and sad yeah, and, you know, hopeless. And so, you know, when you're talking about like biblical concept, it really like the Lord made us. Yep. So he knows, and we are instructed all the time in the scripture to be thankful, um, to speak good things, yeah. to think on good things. And there's a reason for that, because out of all of that goodness and thanksgiving, we will actually experience a better life. Yes. Like yes. I said, the internet told me it, so I'm like... <laughs> saying the internet but like i'm saying i like just what you're saying i the benefits of it are the proof is in the pudding you yes. know i mean it really is when when i i mean just in recent months there's been a couple of things where i've been feeling just the stretching and uncomfortable of discontent like this isn't what i wanted this isn't what i expected in in a situation or other and i've really felt like the lord has just told me thank thank me for what you have yes but what i have found is as i do that all the things I see that were wrong start to fade away. And I actually start to see, actually, that's not true. They don't fade away. They're still there. I still Mm -hmm. see them, but I don't, they don't stand out to me anymore. What I see are the things I love or appreciate. And those begin to outweigh the bad. And Mm -hmm. I start to recognize, yeah, that may not be perfect, but this is really good or this is great in this situation. And so I wanted to read um, kind of the basis for This is Psalm 100, so I wanted to read that. It's a short psalm. It's actually a really sweet psalm. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And I love the imagery. That's it. It's five verses. But I love the imagery of entering his gates with thanksgiving and entering his courts with praise. And in the research that, well, that I've done for this, but also just in knowing what the the structure of the tabernacle and the temple um, those are two different things. Gates and court, the courts are not, they're not the same. So it's saying that we enter the gates. The gates are the entrance to the city, to the town, to the temple, to something, to a yard. If you want to bring it to modern day, you're talking right. about some, some piece of property. And maybe it's surrounded by a fence. To get on the property, you have to enter the gates. So just to get on the property, you're entering the gates. And that is with Thanksgiving. That happens with gratitude. And then to progress even further, the court, I picture like a little Spanish, you know, adobe kind of, you know, the (laughs) courtyard where you enter some, maybe some wooden doors and like a stucco wall that surrounds the house, you know, kind of that Mediterranean or Spanish feel. That's what this imagery conjures up in my mind. But that's one step closer. You're not yet in the house. You're not quite inside under the roof, but you're one step closer. And that's done with praise. So let's talk about what thanksgiving is and what praise is if we want to live in god's presence then we need to enter into his presence so the gates are the entryway and um something that i learned a long time ago was in you know biblical times that the levites it was their job to open and shut the gates Mm -hmm. of the 
courtyard um, to the temple. And so when they would open the gates in the morning, um, the Hebrew thought was it was like a piercing of the darkness. So the picture is inside God's presence is light. Yeah. Outside of it is darkness. Yep. So if we want to step from darkness into light, we enter through those gates and we do that mm-hmm. by being thankful. So yeah. that's a powerful picture yeah. of that it, we're just living our daily lives, but from the moment that we begin to be thankful to God, we mm-hmm. step out of you know something that could be darkness and we enter into His light. And I think the whole reason that we want to do that and is because you're, you to enter somewhere, you usually walk with your face first, which means you're looking towards, you're looking forward into something. So what I'm looking forward to really every day of my life is to live in the presence of God. Yeah. And that's what David said, that he wants to dwell in the presence yeah. of God, dwell in the house of God. So if we want to seek the Lord, we set our faces to his face and we can, mm-hmm. you know, push back the darkness and yeah. walk in light just by being thankful. Yeah. It's powerful. It's really powerful. And when you think about the fact that the Levites were the priests back in the Old Testament, and then with the coming of Jesus, we are now the priests. We partner. So that's our role. Our yeah. role is to open those gates. And I think it's an opening for ourselves, but it's also an opening for those that are around us. Because as we walk in Thanksgiving, it rubs off. And people, it also just creates a joy and a countenance Mm -hmm. on our own body, on our own person that is contagious. And people want to know, like, what's got into you today? You're looking good or whatever. You know, I think, you know, I think that there's something to that. And that's our role now as priests um, yes, is to do that. To yeah, open lead other people, right? Yeah, I love that. Well, and it's true because if you sit down with someone and they, you know, have a complaining attitude, or honestly, maybe they're not even complaining; they're just downcast. Yeah, you know, for some reason. But you just begin to talk about the things that you're thankful for. I've seen it happen. Like mm-hmm. I've actually done that with people before. Like just turn the attention because what happens when like misery loves company so (laughs) if you're sad and you're complaining or you're just thinking negative thoughts then if if somebody's sharing that with you and then you enter into oh yeah poor you then then you've gone into their their gate Mm But if you switch it and change it to yeah, being thankful or just ingre- yeah, encourage them in something that they can be thankful for and even in their own lives, yeah. right, you're inviting them in to join you in the presence of God. That's good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is appropriate for this time of year. I mean, everybody is posting their daily. Yeah. The month of November, their daily Thanksgivings. But this really is not just for the month of November. This is a call to life. Like, this is what our life should look like. Yes. Again, the flip side of that is that sometimes it doesn't feel great. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes it is a sacrifice. Hebrews, I think it's in Hebrews where um, it says that it's a sacrifice of praise. Um, And that that's that the idea that. This isn't necessarily what feels right and good all the time, but it's the idea of um, you press on into what will be. And yes, so um, praise and thanksgiving. So we've we've entered his gates with thanksgiving, and then his courts with praise. So we're making a progression of getting closer and closer, and we kind of thanksgiving. I feel like is self-explanatory, right? Praise, I think, sometimes might be a little harder for people. Because maybe they didn't experience praise from as a child in their own lives. Maybe they don't hear 
a lot of positive reinforcement as an adult even, or maybe that's just something that they don't need because like there's different love languages. So maybe, maybe words of affirmation are not high on their list of needs. So I know for me, sometimes this is, this one is awkward to get started, I think, because mm-hmm. sometimes I just feel like I'm saying rote words like, I praise you because you are good and you are holy and you are mighty and you are strong. And, and those sometimes those are good, but they just feel rote. But what I notice is that when I do them, it's it's the process of setting my, thing, my mind on things above. The more I do it, the longer I kind of press in and do that little sacrifice of letting, I'm going to sacrifice being awkward and feeling weird here and keep going. The more I do that, I do, I start to feel like the fresh wind come like, yes. Oh, and you can just say you're faithful. Yes. I've seen your faithfulness in my life. I've seen your faithfulness. And even when it feels bleak, I know that you are faithful. And it's just telling him who he is. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what praise is. That's my favorite definition is telling him who he is. Um, There was one time in my life, actually, when we moved to Vermont, um, I had my first time living away from my family and I, we went because the Lord told us to go, but that first six months, six to eight months was so difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I've ever come close to feeling depressed, that was it. Yeah. And I very specifically, like, I can still see the picture in my mind's eye. I was walking through the house in the morning. It was probably, yeah, I was from the kitchen to the living room with my coffee. I was going to spend time with the Lord and I was just crying. And I was like, I'm so sad. Why did you bring me here? God, what are you doing with my life? <laughs> and I, I just could, it had been weeks and I, it was like, I could not snap out of it. Yeah. And he whispered to me, tell me who I am. That's all he said. He said, tell me who I am. Yeah. And I just did. And so that was really my first experience that I can remember that like, I literally just sat down and started telling him who he was Yeah. and I was praising him. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. The heaviness lifted yeah. in that moment when he said, tell me who I am, which was a sacrifice because I wasn't feeling it no, at that moment. You're crying in your coffee. I was crying in my coffee, <laughs> drinking my tears. But as I began to tell him, I mean, he just came into that room yeah. and it just changed. And so I've that's that's a practice that I've always done now. If I ever start to really feel heavy, yeah. I just start telling him who he is and it just it all the heaviness wow. always lifts. It's such a beautiful picture because it's, it puts us in our place, but it elevates him to his proper place. Right. And that is where we need to be living is that it doesn't matter who, what our limitations are, what our boundaries are, what our abilities or inabilities are, like what matters is who he is. Yes. And it just kind of puts everything in its proper place, mm-hmm. which is just a realignment, I think, of hope, of joy, of peace. Of all of it. Yeah. Well, that's what that psalm said, too. Yeah. That you, It said, when you read it, it said, you are God. Yeah. Shout to the Lord. Worship him with gladness. Yeah. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So and, there's that perspective. Yeah. And then, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And that makes me think of another point, is when you don't have the words, the words are right here. Yes. David and these other psalmists, they said them all. Even other books of the Bible, like I was referencing earlier, Moses and Miriam's psalm in Exodus is a beautiful picture of extolling the Lord for his glory. And so, when your words... 
fail you because you're just that low, then you open the word and you just pray. He loves it when we pray scripture to him. He loves that we're reminding him of his words, but it really reminds ourselves of his words and who he is. I think when we're looking at this in total, when we're looking at the idea of entering gates and entering courts, it's a progression. It's a moving forward. And the last, I don't know if it's the last, but one of the final pieces um, in this whole idea of like the temple or the tabernacle is the Holy of Holies. And that's really, I in my mind, when I think of the Holy Holies, it's the palpable presence. It's the hairs on this, on your arms standing up yes. presence of God, right? And so these are just those, these are like the, the progression of getting to that place of, and it, you don't always have to, like you said, there's not a rule. There's not a formula we're talking about, but there are like places, right? This is just that progression of moving forward and entering his presence and coming into that, that place where you, you're feeling him. And then as you're ministering to him, he's ministering to you um, through his presence. And so I think that there's just kind of this really beautiful picture of, okay, I'm going to thank you for what you have done and for what you've given me. And, and, and I'm going to praise you for who you are. And as I do that, I'm moving closer and closer and closer to his heart. It's kind of like coming before your father and, um, and he's sitting in a chair and really what you want to do is you want to climb up on his lap, but you first, you're like, you know, thank you, daddy for da, 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 da. And then you're like, I really like you, daddy. And then, you know, you just, as a dad, you see him, you see him dropping his leg, you know, leaning forward, opening his arms and like, come on up, you yes, want to sit in my lap? That. And then it's just that cozy cuddling into the heart of the father and your ear is pressed against his chest and you can hear his, you can hear the vibration of his voice and you can hear his heart beating. And there's just something as a child that's super magical about that moment. And that's kind of what this to me is an invitation to. Yes. That's one step closer to his presence. So, and in his presence is fullness of joy. Yeah. And that's really the state that we want to live in. We want to live in joy because joy doesn't dictate, isn't dictated by circumstances. Yeah. It's dictated by the, by inner knowing. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes, again, going back to it's the month of, or it's November, it's Thanksgiving, it's the week of Thanksgiving, but we're we're not just saying do this for November. Right. We're saying let's make this a way of life. Let's make this something that we're doing 12 months out of the year. Every day we're making this the posture of our heart. We're entering his courts with, or entering his gates with thanksgiving and entering his courts with praise. And then just pressing in and climbing up on his lap and snuggling in and feeling that presence. And man, what a beautiful thing. If we could make that a practice to do that every day, what what our lives would look like on the outside. They would look amazing. <laughs> I want to do it right now. I'm like, yeah. I want to sit by the fire and curl yes. up. Well, and hopefully, I mean, I think that's that's our heart's desire for these podcasts is, is that was what we said. We want people after they listen to be like, I want to go spend some time with the Lord. That's right. And so I hope that this description of what it looks like to enter his gates and to come into his courts um, does that for people. It just did it for you. It just totally did it for me. You're ready to go home and get out of your comfy chair. (laughs) (laughs) And in this moment, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. Sometimes it will. but, But in this moment, I think... And you have to, I think when you practice it in the moments when it feels easy, then it's easier to do it when the moments are harder. Yes, that's right. So there's a faithfulness in that too. But man, if we're, he's always faithful. So if we can just be faithful back, the connection there is powerful. So 
All right. Well, you guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We hope you've been encouraged. And do not eat too much turkey and watch the dessert table. No, I would say skip the turkey and go straight for the dessert table. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part. Well, we'll leave that up to (laughs) y'all. Take care, guys. joining us this week on Springs and Roots. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you may listen. We look forward to chatting with you next week on the Springs and Roots podcast. Mm-hmm.